Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we are joined by Olivia Walter, one of my teammates on the Mechanicsburg Cross Country and Track Team. Olivia, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. So I'm going to throw it back here. When did you first start running slash running competitively? Oh boy. Um, well, both of my parents have been runners for my whole life. Um, they both do marathons. My mom actually did an Ironman, uh, which is a triathlon a while back. Um, so I've kind of grown up around running. I've been doing just like your typical 5k mile races, like most of my life, but I'd say I started really officially running, um, in seventh grade when, cross country started for Mechanicsburg here. So kind of going off of that, what would you say is your favorite thing about running? My favorite thing? Well, there's a lot of things. I <laughs> really love just running in general. Um, but there's just like this feeling that I get when I finish a really good workout or like get a personal best in a race or something. It's just like, I can't even describe it. It's just the most amazing feeling of like accomplishment and just seeing the direct result of my hard work. I love that part of it. Um, and kind of on the other hand, just the actual act of running. I love that part of it too. Like just going out for a long run or an easy run with friends or something and just kind of letting my mind run with like whatever I want to think about or if I'm with people, like just talking about whatever comes up. Um, I know JR's run, but Ethan, I don't know if you've really run before, but you you end up having the craziest conversations with people when you're on a run, and I just love that. Yeah. Kind of a large question here, I guess. From, you know, seventh grade to where you are now, what has that journey been like? Kind of take us through it, I guess. Yeah, it's been a long journey so far. Um, so I started cross country in seventh grade. That was when um, we were allowed to join sports and I actually almost didn't join the team, but my dad convinced me to try it out. And um, so the first two years that I was running seventh and eighth grade in middle school, I wasn't great. I was like bottom of JV or bottom of varsity, top of JV, kind of like ninth, 10th on the team. Um, I was really just doing it for the social aspect at that point. Um, and I really enjoyed like hanging out with my teammates, but I definitely didn't have, I'd say a passion for running um, the passion that I have now. And then in ninth grade, I moved up to the high school and I was being coached by uh, coach Mary Hay and coach Mike Reebuck. Um, and I still like, I, I don't, I didn't really train much the summer between eighth grade and ninth grade, just like a couple times here and there. Um, so I wasn't super prepared going into the season. I just kind of was doing it for fun still. But once we got towards the end of the season um, and into postseason, I found out that I was on the roster for the Midpens championship race, which uh, they take the top eight runners from each team to that race. Um, and I got my personal best for that season, which was 22 minutes flat for a 5K uh, at that race. And I really just loved like being 
with the team at such a competitive event. Um, and then the next race after Midpens is the district championship. And unfortunately, I was not able to run at that race because they only take the top seven from each team. Um, and so that was really disappointing for me uh, just to kind of be right right on the cusp of like, am I going to go? Am I not going to go? And then to find out that I would not be able to attend that invitational was very frustrating for me. Um, and so then I was kind of like, well, I bet if I'd trained harder, like I bet if I had done more work over the summer, I could have, I could have done better. Like I could have made that district roster. I'm going to train really hard over the winter. And I did to some extent, I definitely trained better than I had that previous summer, um, that winter going into ninth grade track season, but mm -hmm. I still didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and so it was kind of just this crazy mess of trying different things. Um, and so the ninth grade track season came around and I decided to do the 800 meter race and the four by 800. Um, by the end of the season, I was like once again right on the cusp of like varsity JV. I did end up earning my varsity letter, uh, which I was very happy about. And then it came around time for the mid-pen championships again. And I just barely missed being able to run at that race. I believe they took the top 40 athletes in each event and I was like 42nd. So I was like right on that cusp again. And that was really, um, really frustrating for me to once again be right on that, right on that cusp and to not make it. Um, so I would say it was around the end of that ninth grade track season that it really clicked for me. I remember there was one invitational that we went to, uh, the Henderson Invitational that was sponsored by Hoka One One. And I remember watching Hope McKenney, one of my teammates, race the 3200 um, and just watching her race that race and the determination that she had. She went out and she led most of the race. She was a freshman. She's this tiny little like five foot tall freshman girl leading this 3200 race with all of these like experienced runners behind her with just this pure determined look on her face. And like, it just really hit me that like, I wanted to do that and like seeing all my teammates be so excited for her like even the sprinters who had no idea what a good 3200 time was they were just like excited for her and I really wanted to be that person um and so then I got into training for sophomore cross-country season and I really uh buckled down and trained hard I went to every practice I did strength training on the side I was really really focused and my goal for that season was to break 20 minutes in the 5k and to qualify for states and I did end up achieving both of those goals um, which was very exciting um, I ended up being 15th place at districts which qualified me for the state meet uh, for the state meet individually and we also qualified as a team which was just really awesome um and then obviously sophomore year track season was canceled because of covid which was out of our control um and then i had some issues with mental and physical burnout going into 
my junior year of cross country. And so that wasn't my strongest season. Um, it definitely still was a, was a good season for our team, but it definitely wasn't, I wasn't at my best, but now going into this track season, I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in and really excited to see where it takes me. As a, as somebody that's, you know, been your teammate for the past couple of years in the high school team, watching you make that jump has been pretty impressive. So props to you for that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, before we go uh, anywhere else, um, what are some of your, I guess, PRs and when did you get them? All right. So for cross country, uh, the 5K, my current PR is a 1909, which I got that at the Lehigh University Paul Short Invitational sophomore year. Um, so that was, it's been my PR for a little while and I'm hoping to improve upon that, but <coughs> very happy with that. Um, my 1600 meter PR is currently 519 and I just got that recently within the past two weeks at our first dual meet against Redland. And that was actually the last mile that I ran. So, um, and then my 800 meter PR is currently 224. And that's also pretty recent from last week's dual meet against Lower Dolphin. So definitely hoping to see where those times can go, but I'm very happy with those times at the moment. As a junior, you know, that's kind of the year that everyone thinks about if they're going to run post high school. What are you feeling for that? What does that look like for you? Yeah, I'm definitely looking to run in college um, and maybe even after college. I'm not sure yet what that looks like, but I'm leaning towards looking at a Division One school for college just for that um competitive atmosphere I like to know that I'm competing against the best of the best so I haven't looked too much into specific schools yet I'm kind of waiting to see where this track season takes me since it's kind of hard to um since we didn't have a sophomore track season and that's really what college coaches are looking at they're really looking at your track times rather than your cross-country times because cross-country the terrain that you're running on can be a plethora of things and it's very difficult for them to um, to compare times. So I'm really kind of holding off on the college search until the end of this season. But yeah, I'm definitely looking to run after high school. What, what does a normal day of training look like for you? So, it kind of depends on the day. Um, I usually tend to look at my training plan in terms of a week. So I take Sundays off and then I run the other six days of the week. Um, right now my mileage is hovering at around 50 miles per week, give or take, depending on, um, depending on what we have going on. So usually Monday will be like an easy pre-meet day, like six or seven miles. And I'll usually do some strength training uh, on the side. And then I also will do some core work. I do core work pretty much every day just to keep up with that. Um, and Tuesday, we usually have a meet. So I'll do like a two mile shakeout run in the morning before school. And then when I get to the meet, I'll do like another 
two or three mile warm up, and then I'll run my races. Um, usually, I have like two or three events, depending on depending on the meet and the length of the event. Um, and then some like light jogging in between those just to keep my legs moving and like stay warmed up. And then I'll do like a two or three mile cool down at the end of that. And then Wednesday we'll usually have like another workout. So I'll do another two or three mile warm up, and then whatever our workout is. Last week we did a ladder, which was pretty fun. And then a couple miles of cool down and some more strength training. Um, and then Thursday will be like an easy day. So that's another like six or seven easy miles um, and some more core work. And then Friday is usually like our big workout day. So like this past week, we did 10 by 400 at 1600 meter race pace. So I'll do like a two mile shakeout run in the morning, two or three miles of warm up when I get to practice do that workout, um, a couple miles of cool down. And then Saturday, I'll do my long run. So I'll go to the gym in the morning to strength train a little bit. And then my long run right now is about 11 miles. So I'll go out and do that. And then that's pretty much the end of my week. And then I do it all over again. So kind of to answer your question, um, it really depends on the day and what we did the day before, what we're doing the day after, what our week looks like. I heard a lot of numbers and I heard a lot of the word miles. How many does that usually add up to at the end of the week? Um, right now I'm at about 50 miles per week. So I just recently bumped up my mileage, but yeah, that's what I'm at right now. All right. And then when you're taking us through your journey, you know, you mentioned that in your sophomore year, the team as a whole did really, really well. Uh, I believe it was second place at districts and then fifth place at states. And I think that everybody kind of knew that you guys were a good team, but it almost seemed like a little bit of a pleasant surprise to see you guys in the top five. Can you describe the emotions of when you crossed the line and all of a sudden people were starting to realize that you guys were top five in the state? Oh yeah, that was just that sophomore year postseason was it was just amazing. Um, kind of taking it back a little bit to districts, which like you said, we ended up being second. Uh, we went into that race hoping to qualify for the state meet as a team. And in order to do that, we would need to be top four um, as a team. And we were really looking at like, we're either gonna be fourth or fifth, like the best we can hope for is fourth. Like we really need to, to do our best at this meet if we want to make it to states like we have it in us but we're all going to have to have a really good race just to get fourth um and then I crossed the line and like obviously I was very excited and very emotional because I knew, knew I'd qualified individually it had been a goal of mine to do that the whole season like it was just so much excitement I remember running up to my coaches and being super excited and then I don't remember who told us but somebody told us like you were second and we're like wait what we're second wait no we are you kidding me like and then we just all started screaming and like running around I remember like we're all exhausted we've just run like the hardest race of our lives and we're just jumping around and hugging each other and running around like telling everybody I remember my teammate Grace who graduated last year she was back at the tent and I like 
took off sprinting like I'm yelling and like waving my arms like we were second we were second she was so excited um it was just the most amazing feeling and then we go to states and we're like this is just a bonus like we didn't even know if we were going to make it to this this meet and like let's just see how well we can do we were the first uh, girls team to ever qualify for states in school history so that was pretty cool um, and we went out and I personally didn't have an amazing race uh, we definitely peaked for districts which was what what we needed to do we needed to have our best race at districts um, and it's the state's course is very difficult very hilly um, but we ended up finding out that we got fifth and we were just like it was just like, can this possibly get any better? Like, <laughs> we just felt like we were on top of the world and just going into the season as underdogs and like kind of flying under the radar for most of the season. And then to come out second in our district and fifth in the entire state, it was just the most amazing feeling. And I, I do want to point out, I believe there are four of you from that fifth place team that'll be coming back next year. And so that, that should be a lot to look out for, you know. You guys are now, I guess you could say, seasoned veterans when it comes to the postseason with that fifth place winner. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Going back to kind of the, the um, training thing, what are some of your favorite and least favorite type of workouts that you do? All right. So I'd say my favorite workouts, um, that would be pretty much anything on the track. Uh, and I like those shorter distance workouts, so like 200 repeats, 400 repeats, especially. I, I love doing 400 repeats on the track, um, even 600 repeats. Um, I love those. And also mile threshold repeats. Um, I like those ones. Least favorite workouts. I'm not a huge fan of long workouts, um, like thousands or like a long continuous threshold. And there's this one workout that our coach, Coach Hager has us do during the cross country season. Um, it's called Epley Out and Back. And Epley is this road by our school that we do a lot of our training runs on. It's just like a long straight road that just goes for miles. And so basically what you do in this workout is you run 15 minutes at like your easy pace um, out Epley and then once you finish that, you do 15 minutes at your threshold pace, which is about 30 seconds slower than what your 5K race pace would be. So it's a pretty hard effort. Um, and then when you get finished with that, you immediately turn around and you have to make it back to the school in the same amount of time that it took you to get there. So like, for example, if your easy pace was like seven minute per mile, and then your threshold was six minute per mile, you would then have to turn around and run 30 minutes at 6.30 pace after already running a hard workout. And every time we've done this workout, it's always like boiling hot and like miserable weather. <laughs> but <laughs> I know it, it definitely makes us stronger and you can definitely, it's one of those workouts that we usually do at the beginning of the season and then again at the end to kind of revisit our fitness and say like, well, you've improved this much, like that's really impressive, so. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, you feel like you're in the best shape of your life. Um, what are some of those goals that you hope to accomplish with, you know, the shape that you're in either this track season or even going further into next cross country season? 
Um, as far as this track season goes, I'd really like to make states. Um, I know it like our district is insanely competitive, probably one of the most competitive districts in the state, but I'd really love to qualify for states um, in the mile and maybe even the 800 as well. Uh, as far as time goes, I'd like to, one of my biggest goals is to break five minutes in the mile by the time that I graduate. I don't think I'll quite be there at the end of this season, but I'd like to be in the low fives, like maybe break 510 by the end of this season and um, maybe break 220 in the 800. As far as cross country goes, uh, by the time I graduate, I'd like to break 18 in the 5K, which I know that sounds like a big jump because like I said before, my PR is currently around 19 minutes. So I haven't even broken that yet, but I've had a big jump in fitness since I ran that time. So I think, I really think that's a feasible goal for me. And then I'd love to go back to States again, um, both individually and as a team. And as far as one of my loftier goals would be to maybe win the Mid-Pen Conference Championships for cross country my senior year. Uh, I know I'm kind of in that like top pack. So I think if I train right and if I have the right competition, I could, I could do really well there. And I'd really like to win that race if I can. Good luck with all those goals. I mean, you seem to have a good path set ahead of you and I, I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. You mentioned that postseason where you obviously got second in districts, fifth in the state. Um, what are some of your other favorite ru running memories so far? There's a lot. Um, I mean, anytime that our team's together at any sort of meet or invitational or even just practice, like we just have an absolute blast. Like we have an amazing group of boys and girls and our coaches are awesome. Um, I really enjoy those, uh, like just any of the invitationals that we go to where you're together all day, like, and just for anyone who hasn't experienced it, like the atmosphere of a track meet is just amazing. Like there's just so much energy and excitement in the air and like everybody's cheering everybody on. Like you, like if you're a runner, you are, probably pretty specific to your events like I don't know what a good time in a 100 is I don't know what a good pole vault is but just cheering on like all of your teammates and everybody else um, regardless of whether you have any idea of what's going on or not um, uh, we went to Lehigh University's Paul Short meet um, and that was where I got my current personal best at um, and just being with like your small 14 person varsity team. Um, we just always have a blast together. Now I got a question for you. I guess it's not really a memory. It, you could, I guess you could call it kind of an ongoing memory. And most people that are not part of Mechanicsburg cross country or track won't get this, but I need to know what are your thoughts on the chair? Because I am wearing my Mechanicsburg boys cross country chair shirt right now. Of course. Um... <laughs> So for anybody that isn't on the team, um, the chair is this uh, wooden chair that some of the boys team members found um, last cross country season and they painted it and it's 
essentially turned into a religion of sorts. Um, they made shirts and everything. Um, my personal opinion on it, uh, I don't know that I'm worthy of having an opinion on, on the chair, but uh, <laughs> um, but I, I think it's pretty funny. Um, our guys team, is, it, it is the most uh, in character thing for them to worship a chair. So I don't know if that counts as an opinion or not, but that's kind of, those are kind of my thoughts on that. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to give you, a. am assuming probably a tough choice here. If you had to choose track or cross country, which one would you choose? Uh, surprisingly, this is not a very difficult decision for me. I definitely choose track. Um, I love both sports, obviously. Um, and like I said before, cross country is really what got me into running. And without it, I wouldn't be where I am. But it is so hard, like mentally and physically, that 3.1 mile 5k over all sorts of terrain, you've got hills and mud, there's, there was a meet that we went to freshman year, the Carlisle Invitational, where we were literally running through lakes of water, it was way steep, it was insanity. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's really hard. Um, and track with track, I don't know. There's just something about it where if you want to go out and run a time, you just, you can break it down into hundred meter splits and just hit those splits on the head every time. Like, and with everybody just being in the same place. And like I said before, that energy of being at a track meet and having everybody just cheering and running around doing all their events. Like it's just so much fun. So growing up, did you ever play any other sports or was running always just your main thing? I actually have done a couple of other sports. I did dance for a little while or like a year or two. Um, I did gymnastics for a good portion of my childhood. Um, I was never super great at it. Flexibility is not my forte. Um, and then my dad was the boys soccer coach at my old private school, Covenant Christian Academy. And so I was like, kind of, I wasn't on the team, but like I would practice with them. And apparently, apparently according to him, I was pretty decent at soccer when I was eight years old and running around in my little uniform. Um, and then I actually played basketball for a year and I was horrible at it. I was the worst person on my team. I did not make a single basket the entire season. Um, but I remember <laughs> the last game of the season, all my teammates, they just kept like passing me the ball, like trying to get me to like get a basket. And it was, it was very entertaining probably, but no, I was, I was not good at basketball. Um, yeah, I've done quite a few different sports. Whether it's in running or just life in general, who are some of your biggest role models? Um, I definitely say my coaches, especially uh, Coach Reebok. He, well, both of them are, they're amazing coaches. Like I would not be where I am without them. Um, and the way that they approach running, like, 
running is important, but we come first as people and as like human beings and they want to make sure that we're having fun and that we're enjoying the sport as well as getting better. Um, as far as runners go, um, hmm, let's see. Um, there's a high school runner named Amber Schultz. She's from Florida and she's got a pretty big social media following. She's a big advocator for like fueling your body for success and like strength training and just having a healthy relationship with running, which I think is something that is so critical to the sport. Like there's so many people that they just run themselves into the ground and absolutely kill themselves and aren't enjoying um, aren't enjoying the sport at all. Um, so I definitely say just how positive she is. That's definitely very inspiring to me. Um, as far as professional runners go, there's a list. Uh, Emma Coburn, of course, Jessica Hall, Nikki Hiltz, um, Colleen Quigley, Emily Sisson, like just any one of those uh, professional runners, um, especially like middle distance, because that's kind of what I lean towards. Uh, just how positive they are, like seeing their success and seeing how much they still enjoy running in their 20s and 30s. Like I, I really hope to be to be able to enjoy the sport for the rest of my life. So. Oh, I have an interesting question going off of that. You mentioned Emma Coburn, and I'm pretty sure she runs the steeplechase, right? She does, yes. Is there any steeplechase in your future? Do you ever hope to try that out, or is that something that you want to stay away from? <laughs> um, well, I'm definitely, I'm not like a hurdler or anything. I'm 5'4", so I definitely do not have the height for that, but steeplechase... I mean, maybe, but I'm thinking, no, I just, I think running's hard enough. I don't know why people want to add more obstacles to running. Um, I mean, kudos to her and everybody else who does that race because it looks so insanely hard. Like I can attest to like, you get to those last couple laps of a race and like, you can barely even keep yourself moving forward in a straight line. I have no idea how they throw themselves over these barriers while they're doing that. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, probably not. It looks like kind of like torture. So probably not. Before any race, do you have any pre-meet routines or any music you like to listen to before you go? I usually, I usually listen to music on the bus, like on the bus ride to a meet or something, um, pretty much always just to kind of get in the zone and like focus um, and just kind of like run through the race in my head. I really think running is obviously very physical, but it's also a really, really mentally tough sport. Um, you have, if you want to do well in a race, you have to want to do well in the race because there always comes a point where you're running and you're like, why am I running this fast? Like I could just slow down and it would, it wouldn't hurt as much, but um, you have to remind yourself that it's something you really want and that it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, and my teammates always make fun of me because 
when I'm listening to music on the bus, I have like this really serious expression on my face. Um, but yeah, I just like to get in the zone like before I get there and just be completely ready to race. But yeah, other than that, I don't have like a lucky pair of socks or anything like that. Like I know some runners do. Um, I usually have like the same meal before every every race just to kind of keep that consistent. And, but yeah, that's about it. So if I'm on the bus and, you know, I take out your, your headphones or earbuds, what, like, is there a certain artist that you're listening to that I would hear or a certain genre of music or just kind of all over the place? Um, well, my music taste in general is pretty varied. I'll listen to pretty much anything. Um, usually, I usually kind of like, I can't think of a specific artist that I would be listening to on the bus rides, but um, just anything that's like motivational that'll like pump me up with like any sort of like lyrics about like anything relating to being focused and determined and like going after what you want. Um, but when I'm, when I'm not uh, getting pumped up for a race, I definitely like to listen to a lot of different types of music as well. So really kind of depends on the day. Now, stepping outside of the running aspect, um, what could we find you doing during your free time? What are some of your outside of sports hobbies? Um, well, I've actually, since before I started cross country, I've been into um, musical theater and just theater in general. I took acting classes for like seven or eight years growing up. Um, I've been in a bunch of the school's musicals um, and some outside of school productions. Uh, I really like theater. I don't know. It's just like kind of with what I was saying earlier about like how running and like doing well just gives you this like electrifying feeling like theater is the same thing like being up there with a bunch of other people is it's just really cool. Um, outside of that, I also play the violin. Um, I have since fourth grade. Um, I have a cat named Finley who is crazy. He acts more like a dog than a cat, honestly, but I love to hang out with him, um, hang out with family and friends. Uh, and when I'm not running or at school, uh, I work at Rakestraw's Ice Cream in downtown Mechanicsburg. So that's definitely fun. But yeah, that's about it. All right, last question here. What, what is some advice you would maybe give to, I guess, runners that maybe are freshmen trying to become at the level that you are at? So I would say the first part, diet, that's not too restrictive, but like lots of good foods that are going to fuel you for your training because it's a lot of training. Um, strength training is probably one of the most helpful things that you can do. Um, just like in terms of not only being stronger and faster and a better athlete, but like since I started strength training, I can definitely tell that I'm more in control of my body during workouts, like especially my upper body, like 
I just feel more smooth and I feel like my body's working with me rather than against me towards my goals. Um, so I would definitely say if you're looking to improve your running, start a strength training routine that involves both upper and lower body. Um, Cause a lot of runners tend to neglect upper body strength, which is really important as well. And then as far as mentality goes, um, on one hand, like you really need to be focused and determined and know that this is something you want and you're willing to do whatever it takes to achieve your goals. Um, but on the other hand, you have to have fun with it. Um, you know, really like running is like a part-time job. Like basically my whole life revolves around running at this point, but I wouldn't want it to be any other way because it's something I'm really passionate about and it's something that you know, just like excites me and it like, I want my whole life to be about running. And so if you want to be good, um, obviously training and all of that is really important, but just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and that it makes you happy and that you actually are enjoying it. So yeah, that's probably all right. Well, um, yeah, thank you for taking some time out of your day um, to just, you know, sit down with us, get to know you a little bit, get to hear your journey. But yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great opportunity. All right. Well, Ethan, with that being said, you want to hear us with the outro? Yes. So as always, thank you very much for watching and for Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Pager. And I'm Jeremy Israel. And we're signing off.